Well, hello everybody and welcome to Film Shrapnel. This is your number one spot for the movies. I am here, my name is Arnold, and I am joined today by Tobias and by Craig. Hello, boys. Hello, Arnold. Hi. How, How did you I know this is going to happen? How are you boys <laughs> doing? How are you doing? It's great to, to finally be invited onto the show. I'm just so such a big fan of film shrapnel and everything that you guys are doing it is so great oh nice one arnold thank you it's really nice to get feedback like that from such a you know highly regarded individual as, as you are well it's my pleasure you know i just like to do things for the little guy sometimes <laughs> oh great show me great work uh, show me your leadership capabilities <laughs> have, you, have, have you seen Bill Hader talking about working as a as a crew guy on collateral damage? No, tell me. Yeah, he, he's he's talking about it, and he's like, Arnold comes up to him, and he's like, "Where is where are these people?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll go find them for you." And he's like, "Do it. Show me your leadership capabilities." <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, Bill, Bill Hader certainly has made something of himself since. And who knows, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger put in a good word for him. Maybe, maybe yeah, he, maybe. Hey, you could just ask me, I'm sad right here. I did, I did do it for him. There you go, I settled that debate. I settled that <laughs> debate. I, I, I saw potential. Yeah, now he's, uh, have you seen Barry? I've heard, I've heard very good things about Barry, but I haven't watched it yet, no. It's a very good show. I really recommend it. There's one motorbike chase that I really like, and I keep rewatching on YouTube because I really like it. So there's some there's some good stuff there. I really recommend it. All right, I'll give it a go. I'm really keen to give it a shot. Anyway, uh, today we've got something a bit special for you guys. This is the uh, return of the rewriters room, which we've retired for a little bit, haven't we, Craig? We haven't done this for a while. Yeah, I think we haven't done this probably for, I don't know, four or five months now. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the show where me and Craig, we like to come together. We like to rewrite something or reboot something or or whatever the fuck. But we're basically writing something from scratch today. And uh, our, our guest on the pod today, he, he has a special request. Yes, thank you, Tobias. You a great segue. Great segue into my into my monologue. Uh, yes, so I would like to ask you boys, because you know I'm getting older. You know I'm seventy six years old. You know I'm getting older, so there's not a lot of time left to save the Terminator franchise, not while I'm around. So I need you boys. So I'm making it more like Christopher Walken now, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> Careful, careful. Keep going. You're doing great. <laughs> you know what, but, what, but I was going to ask you boys if you could uh, if you could make a new Terminator film for me on the uh, film Shrapnel. Well, of course, Arnold. Why not? That's what we're here for. We we can help you. So today, guys, because Mr. Schwarzenegger has has joined us in the studio, 
um, we will be rewriting or we're going to come up with a new Terminator idea because they've tried a few times. The last two Terminator films, they have tried to launch it into like a new franchise and it's just not worked. I quite like Terminator Genesis, though. People hate it. I liked it and I liked the, the questions that they were setting up for future films. But, you know, they never got to, you know, got to finish telling their story. And then this new one, uh, Dark Fate, not great. Didn't love it. Um, just generally, just lower standard of the other Terminator films. Uh, so, how do we make a new Terminator film for the next generation? That's the question we're asking today. Well, yeah, that's it's really tricky because there's so many ways you can take this. I, I'm wondering, how do you see it? Do you see it as remaking it or trying to find a way to continue the story and take it to the next level? So the, uh, my idea for this, so I suppose this isn't modernizing it at all. If anything, I'm stripping it back. Um, there's always been the plot hole from the original film that, uh, Kyle Reese is John Connor's father. So that must imply that there must have been an earlier timeline in which no one was sent back in time and the 80s were just the 80s that we know it to be. And then Judgment Day happened. And for whatever... Here's my... Well, uh, yeah, my idea is basically the timeline before the original film's timeline. Uh-huh. Go so, on. So in the original film, we learned that Kyle Reese is sent back in time to save Sarah Connor, who is being targeted because her son, John Connor, will become the leader of the resistance. Jo Kyle Reese has sex with her, and we find out that he's actually the father of John Connor. However, there must have been a timeline where John Connor didn't exist and had to be made. So there must have been a timeline where Carl Reese was sent back in time to protect Sarah Connor for some other reason that had nothing to do with John Connor. Because the first time it happens, John Connor can't exist. So what if, here's my idea, what if in the original timeline, the event where AI takes over the world actually would have happened a lot sooner, like maybe sort of the end of the 80s? So that's why they send a Terminator back. And Sarah Connor would have gone on to become the leader of the Resistance. And that's why they send a Terminator back in time to kill her. And then John Connor gets sent back in time. They delay the... Um, you mean Reese gets sent back? Yeah, sorry. Reese gets sent back. They delay Judgment Day. And in doing so... They have sex, they make John Connor, but because they've delayed Judgment Day, it's now John Connor who will act as the leader of the resistance rather than Sarah, who will be too old by that point. And then that would end us in the timeline of the original Terminator. Okay. I can. See, you know what I like about your idea? Uh, I haven't really seen the other... Uh, Terminator films. I've seen one, two, and three, and I've seen the one Christian Bale. But mm -hmm. from what I've gathered, gathered about the the other ones, I don't think they really explore 
the time travel aspect much, do they? Uh, oh, I mean, no, 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 no. Terminator Genesis is it's very, very time travel centric. Okay. And that's why I liked it because they were trying to do something different with it. Um, but like, you know, people really didn't dig it. People really didn't like it. I thought it was okay. I liked it a lot. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just thinking, like, I think a lot of people, when they think of the Terminator, they, they do sit down to, like, uh, robots with flesh, right? Mm. Uh, I, I, and they're forgetting the whole time travel aspect, which is really big, I think. And yeah, I think absolutely. it's really important to have that. Absolutely. And, like, I, I also think my idea it addresses a big plot hole that people have talked about ever since the first movie came out. So it's just addressing that plot hole in an original story, which wouldn't affect the mythos of the rest of the movies. I think that's what the problem has been with the more recent films, is that they really try and adapt what we know already, and they try and change it around. And I think that's what people are getting upset at, is that they're retconning stuff that they don't want retconned. So I think with this story, if you do it this way, uh, they can exist connected without remote... If anything, you're writing the story to directly tie in to it all, mm -hmm. r rather than telling something new, rather than trying to rewrite stuff you're trying to come up with something that can slot in at the beginning and then and you end up fixing a plot hole that's been there for 40 years. Yeah, it's like uh, with um, Rogue One in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The, uh, we find out how they get the plans to the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's, it's basically the same thing. Like we, we basically tell an original story and again, we I, I personally don't want to recast anyone. Like what while I, I know we probably should recast people, but if I'm perfectly honest, in my head, I am seeing Michael Bain and uh, uh Linda Hamilton playing Sarah Connor and Carl Reese. I can't for me, I want this to be sort of something you would watch with the Terminator franchise. You wanna watch this yeah, I don't. I don't see this as a a reimagining. I see this as uh -huh. an, accompan an accompaniment. How would you see them starring in it then? Because they they're, it's like what is it, forty years, forty four years? The age of man. If uh, if Marlon Wayans can play a baby, then <laughs> oh, he's not a baby in it, is he? No, he's, yeah, that doesn't work. He's not a real baby. No, he's, pretend he's pretending to be a baby. Sorry, my bad. But still, I think we can de-age them. Make we're going to de-age them. We're just going to get the best possible deep fakes out there. Uh -huh. <laughs> deep fake, deep faking works. I mean, YouTube. Some of the ones on YouTube are really good. So, like, if YouTube can do it, Hollywood can fucking catch up. Yeah, but have you noticed that most of these videos are not very long? And I wonder how long it took it them could... to do them. Because they haven't got Hollywood money, but Hollywood mm. have Hollywood money. So if they, if you had Hollywood money with these techniques, suddenly you have really, really good uh, de-aging technology. But it that wouldn't makes really, sense. 
it wouldn't really be de-aging technology. You're just taking a bunch of pictures of an actor from from their youth to make you know, them younger. Sometimes I've seen this and I find it really weird to look at. Like I'm thinking like um, Robert De Niro in The Irishman. They de-aged him. Oh, but actually, no, it really yeah. got me. They uh, changed his eye colour. They made him have blue eyes. And it was really weird to look at. And there was also um, in the, the Righteous problem, Gemstones. But the problem with the Irishman is that they were still in their 70s. But they're playing, like, much younger. So even though the de-aging technology is good, they still look like 70-year-old men, you know. <laughs> It's yeah, you know they they didn't look they didn't look young in the Irish. Yeah, there was also like um, in in the, the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, that's the one of the, one of those shows I was watching. It's Danny McBride's show, and John Goodman's in it, and they de-age him quite a lot. Uh, I will say though, with the first couple of times they did it, it was very obvious what they were doing, and it didn't really work. And they did get a little bit better with it uh, as the show progressed. I think it's like two or three seasons now. I don't know, um, but still, like, I just, I just can't help being drawn to it because I know it's not real. You know, that, I, sometimes that kind of annoys. Like, when you know that that guy is not really that age, it kind of takes it away from the film a bit. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get you. But I will say though, I do admire your idea about trying to keep the cast. So I guess that would also mean that Arnold Schwarzenegger will be there too, right? Oh, yeah. You can't... Uh, even even the movie producers that are ruining the franchise right now, even they know there is no franchise without Schwarzenegger. Of course they know. Of course they know. I'm the only thing that's worth watching. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. I think as soon as they got rid of Schwarzenegger... The quality it did decline, didn't it? Well, he's not in Terminator Salvation except right at the end, and it's computer uh, generated. It's not de aging; it's just a computer generated short, young Schwarzenegger. It wasn't that around the same time that he was governor of California. Yes. So I think that he wasn't really acting but, then. Because ter Terminator Three was the last film he did, I think before becoming a politician and terminate terminate salvation they had to get computer generated arnie but i have to say i think terminator salvation is a step up from terminator 3 it is better i think mm. in a lot of, in a lot of ways no i i do agree with this i i i think it's a, it's a lot better in a lot of ways but i also think terminator 3 is underrated like people hate it and i'm like yeah, I see why you hate it, but there's actually some good stuff in there as well that, you know, it, it, it feeds the lore of the universe a bit more as well. And, you know, I, I can see why people didn't like the John Connor character. There's another character they introduce, his wife, that uh, people didn't like. And I can see why people don't like it. There's a couple of bad jokes as well in it. And it's like, since when was Terminator a comedy? Um, but outside of all of these complaints, there's still a decent film in there somewhere. It's just you needed James Cameron to direct it. He would have gotten rid of all the crappy jokes 
and just made a proper Terminator movie. Yeah, I but think it's that's got, probably true. But it has got elements that I think are okay. It's just not, it's just not very good. I like yeah. the I, I like the idea of a Terminator film ending on Judgment Day, like it, the movie ends with the end of the world and the and the machines rising. I like the idea of that, and Terminator Three does that. And it was it, it was always going to happen anyway. Because we yeah. kind of, it was suggested from the first and second movie that there was, you, you just knew that they were going to make something eventually about the end of the world happening, the actual moment where John exactly. Connor becomes who he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Now, well, speaking of this, so going back to our fictional version, I was even thinking we could have this thing where perhaps the first time they travel back in time, they just keep changing the future. So maybe we this prequel to the Terminator could be a lot of time traveling where we see the same sequence play out over and over again over a long period of time. Constant yeah. changing of the timeline throughout the entire movie. I... It just does feel a bit like something else, though. This reminds me of the Simpsons episode, the Halloween uh, Treehouse of Horror one, where Homer goes back in time with the toaster and keeps changing the past and trying to fix it. (laughs) So that's the thing. Yeah, I I suppose that's the sort of thing I'm thinking. Like, maybe we... Because, again, my original pitch for this at the beginning of the recording doesn't equate for like technically there should be a further time like a a more prime timeline than the one playing out in my in oh god this is really hard to talk about with so many fucking timelines craig right (laughs) so my 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 pitch my pitch would be like Carl Reese getting sent back in time for the first time. Yes. Right. And so John Connor doesn't exist. And perhaps Judgment Day happens like in 1989, which is only like three years. Sorry, it's only like five years from the events of the first movie. So, and Sarah Connor would have become the leader of the resistance. But then you could do a more prime timeline where no one comes back and it's just Sarah Connor living a normal life and dating mm. the age. Maybe we should make that film instead. We just call it Sassy Sarah. And, and <laughs> it's just Sarah Connor, the romantic misadventures of Sarah Connor in the 80s, uninterrupted by sci-fi bollocks. Yeah, the life she should have had. Yeah. The many children she had that weren't named John. Yeah. And that didn't have to lead any kind of bullshit revolution. Yeah. yeah. No no robots at all. Just, just a yeah. really like like really nice uh chick flick. And and like nothing no dramatic things happen, nothing it's just normal. It's just a normal life. Just, just totally normal on, life. She's going on dates, she's getting promotions at work, she's living her best life. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's just Devil Wears Prada, but in the 80s. Yeah. 
She gets a job but, in a, in a, at a, as a, at a magazine. Yeah, has everything that she could possibly want, and it's just she, it's just good. She falls in love with like the the janitor. <laughs> Is he homeless? No. No, he, 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 he's the janitor at a fashion, like a fashion magazine. Uh huh. Uh huh. So even they're like really handsome. Of course they would be. Why wouldn't even they the be? Jan- yeah, even the janitors are like a perfect ten. <laughs> so she, but she falls in love with the janitors, but her girlfriends in the office are like, mm, "He's only a janitor, though, honey." You, and, you, and that's you that's the a, a better man. Yeah, and that's the max amount of drama she deals with in the, in the film. Is like, oh, he's a janitor, and that's it. Oh, like, there's maybe, no other problems. Maybe she could work with someone whose last name is Reese, so we know that her uh... son will be Carl Reese. Oh, I quite like that. <laughs> the company, the company she works for, is Reese Industries. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but they they invent Skynet. Skynet's just a fashion magazine like web page. Or oh, as a side plot, they're like the company is considering uh, investing in AI technology, and some guy says, "Oh, but you know it could destroy the world," and they say, "Okay, we won't do it," and they just yeah, don't. And then the movie just carries <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, you know what? Let's make this one instead. Sassy this is Sarah. the best. <laughs> the, the romantic misadventures of Sarah Connor. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of love this. I kind of love this. Mate, this could be... The, I think this you could re- make this and then release them both as like, you know, an aperitif of it for each other. You know, if you why, want to see why the Why not make them version. intertwined? Why not make them intertwined? A bit like uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. You could have several realities happening at once oh, and there's one so, reality where it's just completely happy and we cut to it every so often yeah. and nothing happens and I, they just decide she, not to be involved in ai and nothing happens that's it she, <laughs> she should get married to bill um paxton who who gets what? famously punched through the stomach in the first terminator oh does he i didn't even know that he was yeah okay fair enough yeah he's he's the punk he's the punk that tries to stab him and then he punches him and steals his clothes. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's Bill Paxton. He's like really friendly with James Cameron since the first Terminator film. That's why he's in all of James Cameron's movies. Like he was just a bit part character in the first Terminator, but he knew he needed to become friends with James Cameron. And he did. Like They became really close. He's in like all of his movies. I didn't know that was him. That's weird seeing him yeah. like that. Yeah. So Sarah Connor could have gotten together with Bill Paxton. She turns his life around, settle down, but have then, kids and a dog. But then we got to end the movie at like Christmas Day, 1989. So it's gonna, it's about to turn to 1990 and then the machines will rise. But it doesn't happen. Really, you don't think you think it should have you? Sh- you think we should just never have machines? Well, I think there should be like if if we make your plot like your big story, at, and there's no, people are playing around with time, no, you could have several if, timelines. 
because if this is the prime timeline where no time travel happens, then the machines have to rise at some point. Otherwise, we don't get this, the all the other movies. So the machines mm. do have to take control by some point. Maybe not in an... No, I think it should happen by the end of this movie. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's, like it's, it just ends on a really... Ha- like, everyone lives happily ever after until the next day. Skynet. That all happened. That still happens. Yeah. Everyone blew up. And Sarah Connor got... had to become the leader of the resistance. Nice. I, I like Actually, it. Actually, you, you still but you still need to put her you still need to give her a good enough character arc in this story for her to of become course. a plausible leader. So so this is prime line time. Hang on. This is timeline prime for the Terminator universe. So John Connor never existed. And Sarah Connor never got visited by Carl Reese. So she has just lived her life through the 80s, getting promoted, getting into romantic misadventures. And then she meets Bill Paxton, who's a reformed punk crackhead. And thug crackhead guy. They get married. They have children. None of them are called John. John. No John. John. And then at the end of the movie, they they live happily ever after, but then the Judgment Day happens. And somewhere in the middle there, she becomes a badass. Yeah, that would need to be developed. That's the biggest thing, to make it convincing, the change. Because I think, like, in the second film... Oh, no, uh, that's it. Judgment Day kills Bill Paxton and the two children she had. Yeah, go on. And then that's what gets her... so like motivated where it's like fuck these machines like maybe everyone was just willing to just sort of sit back and just accept that the machines have won and she was like no we gotta fucking fight and that's only because she lost bill paxton and her children uh-huh. that, weren't, that weren't called john <laughs> okay and that then, could work and, but it takes a lot longer for the human resistance to fight up against the machines rather than the other timelines we're already aware of. It would take them longer to defeat the machines. I don't know why. We'll, we'll come up with some other logic, but it takes them longer. So it's Carl Reese is able to age up in order to be sent back in time. But then Carl Reese would be like the kid of this company that she worked for. And now he's like mm. her, her Robin to his Batman. He's like her second in command. And then maybe she dies. Maybe Carl Reese becomes the leader of the resistance before sending himself back in time to save Sarah that concurrently creates John. And then John becomes the leader of the resistance that concurrently sends Carl Reese back in time a third time for to happen for the first movie. Yes. Yes. That, that's my story. That's my story. So, and... A lot of but time I have a question. Go on. Then. Uh, what about Schwarzenegger? How does he fit in? He's the robot. He, that doesn't change. But when when do you see him being a part of the film? Because so far we've talked really about Reese oh, and oh, yeah. Do you remember? Right, so you remember when you said that the company that Sarah works for uh, toys with the idea of uh, investing in AI? 
Yeah. The representative of the AI company will be played by Schwarzenegger. Speaking of, I like that. I'm always wondering. He based based the look of the machine on himself. Could it be based on his DNA or something like that? Like maybe they they cloned some of his... uh, his flesh so they could use it because I've always wondered to make other muscles. Yeah. Cause I've always wondered it. it, Do they ever explain why he looks the way he is? Why was this uh, body taken? So there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a deleted scene from Terminator three, uh, where it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they've dubbed him to be like really American. And he's like talking in, they're making like a promotional video to like pitch to military, like you need AI. And he's like, hi, my name is Sergeant Candy. And like, he's like talking about the benefits of AI and it's Schwarzenegger, but it doesn't sound like Schwarzenegger. And then when the video ends, it's like a boardroom discussing whether this video is good. And they're like, I mean, this guy sounds a little bit goofy. And then there's a guy. (laughs) There's a guy in the boardroom with, and he just goes, we can fix it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> it. And that's it. So like they, they do explain it in this like deleted thing that's on the DVD. Like, I don't even, oh. I don't even know if you can find it on YouTube. You should be able to, if you find, I'm sure his name is Sergeant Candy as well. I, I distinctly hear him saying, I'm Sergeant Candy. I'm sure. So, yeah, they do explain it, but it's like a special feature on the DVD rather than an actual part of the film. Can we, in your remake, in your, not remake, your new film, can we please explain this? Can we add this to it? Because yeah, I think it's I fantastic. Think, I think Schwarzenegger should play the, the, the owner of this AI company. Fuck it, let's call the AI company Skynet, save ourselves some time. So... He is like the owner of Skynet who's trying to get investment into AI. So he bases the Terminator on himself. But it doesn't really make sense, does it? Because we know that the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator is the 101st model. He's the T101, isn't he? So True, he's the, the 101st Terminator design. Yeah, but they might. They, do your, it doesn't have to be the, the flesh that's the design. It yeah, could be, be the... Right. The robotics because like yeah, when you look right. at the yeah when you look at the when they're fighting in the future in some of the first two films that most of the robots are about flesh and like i think that if it, that was to happen uh the guy would have to be a bit like that have you heard of this crazy millionaire who's trying to de-age I mean, himself yeah i have heard of him yeah yeah it'd have to be a bit like that a bit self-obsessed oh. with his body and like trying to use his money yeah. to do but- something like this you know but law, I know this sounds like splitting hairs, but law-wise of the Terminator, they do say in the original film that the models before the Schwarzenegger flesh ones, the flesh was made out of rubber and they could spot a fake very easily. But, uh... then, but then they came up with actually growing organic flesh for the machines. So actually, it, in the law of the first Terminator films, Terminators with flesh are an invention of the machines well after the apocalypse has already started. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's not well, something the humans designed, but I, but we could we could 
because like I say, we're, we're going to timeline prime. So lots of things could have changed from timeline to timeline. I think we're free to do it as long as it doesn't change too much. I, I think we could, we can still imply that Schwarzenegger, you know, is it, you know, or maybe he's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he could still work at the AI company. He could have donated his flesh or something, or I don't know, like his, his cells. his flesh. Not, not his flesh. I mean, like, donated his, like, uh, oh, no, I got DNA. It. What, what if? Oh, wait. I've got it. I've got it, Craig. What Go if on. in Timeline Prime, when the apocalypse happens, Sarah Connor and Arnold Schwarzenegger, a real human being, are the leaders of the resistance and a failed mission resulted in the death of Arnold Schwarzenegger and the machines used his body to create the flesh terminators to originally like maybe try and infiltrate the resistance to be like, I'm alive. And then they're all yeah. happy to have him back and he's a Trojan horse. Yeah. It works the first time. And yeah. then they think, yeah okay i can get on board with that yeah yeah i think people like, I like that too i like that too so this is the thing now we've got like half of the movie would be the 80s untouched by sci-fi but then the other half of the movie is oh we're just going to do the future now so we're not getting oh. to see so oh, we'll just do a sequel we'll do a sequel where we do send Carl Reese back in time. And then we see how the timeline of the original Terminator is created. So we've got to make, I, maybe we're making three movies here, Craig. Maybe this is a trilogy. So, so the first part of the trilogy is Sarah, Sarah, Sassy Sarah, the, sorry, the misadventures, the romantic misadventures of Sassy Sarah is, is the first episode of this trilogy. The second trilogy, second, uh, uh, film is after Judgment Day and Sarah Connor and Arnold Schwarzenegger are in a, in a relationship where they fight everyone because she's angry that Bill Paxton was killed in the first movie so she's become like a fighter and a resistance fighter and Arnie is also a resistance fighter so that you know they start back smashing um, of course that's and then failed mission and it ends with them sending the latest designer terminator that looks like arnold schwarzenegger to infiltrate the resistance and the resistance you know just about survives and maybe in timeline prime um oh, yeah oh this is the this is how you end the second one as well because in the original we find out that the humans had won the final battle and then the machines as a last ditch effort sends a machine back in time. So we, what if in timeline prime, the machines win and the humans in a last ditch effort send Carl Reese back in time. And then that creates the next, the third film in our franchise which would be how John Connor gets born. Uh-huh. So, so okay. our third Terminator film would be how we get to the timeline that has John Connor, the one that we see in the original film. 
Okay. So we've I was got a trilogy gonna... here now. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just thinking, like, could we have it somehow in a fucked up way that, like, I think there should be one, some characters who are just like trying to fix stuff by going through time and they're fucking stuff up everywhere. Like, it can be very complicated. Could we even make it somehow at the end of the last movie or something that they accidentally create AI trying to destroy it or something? I don't know, something like that. That. Like they maybe they almost create a universe where there's none, but then it just creates it again. I don't know. Not, and like a realization that they can't, uh, they can't fix I, it. I thought you said you didn't want to do one of those like episodes of The Simpsons. I didn't say I, I didn't want to. I just said it sounds like that. <laughs> I'd still be up for it. I like playing around with time yeah, and like well changing that, the realities. Possibly. All right, yeah, that. But that would have to be the third one. Yeah, the where stuff really gets fucked up. We can plug in a lot of the holes as well, like in the first and well, second, like things not, that we think didn't make sense. Let's not forget the first one and the second one has no time traveling. Mm. The second, in the second one, we can show the invention of time travel, perhaps. Yeah, because that hasn't ever been explained. Is there anything about no. that? Oh, I think they that... they explain it in like some of the later ones, but we're ignoring the later ones, aren't we? We're only worried about the tiny little bit of space we have in the law that no one's filled at the at the start, and we are really running with it because we've got three, <laughs> fucking, three fucking ideas. I'll say one thing: like, I wasn't sure there was much room for improvisation left in these <laughs> in the Terminator movies, but we found a lot of space. We found a There's lot of space. There's loads of room. There's loads of room. There's no excuse why this franchise should die. Uh, like it's, it, it, I like the Terminator films. I did like Terminator Genesis, if I'm honest. I don't know. I don't think I'll watch it, but I'll take your word for it. That it maybe isn't as terrible as people think it is. Well, but if you're not going to watch it, then you're not really taking my word for it, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I should you watch it watch if we say it's good. Would, exactly. You would just watch it. If you believe me, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I the thing is, I I think I, we've hit on something here that, like, as much as the, we've made some jokes along the way, I actually do think there's a lot of scope for like the space of you know this little plot hole. I think you can spin it into a proper story that could fit into the rest of the franchise. Yeah, that people, uh, people would like as well. It's something that adds to the originals and not tries to squeeze. Um, what am I trying to say? Something that adds to the the universe, but doesn't try to just live off of its uh, legacy. If you know what yeah. I mean, like taking the story a bit further. Exactly. Exactly. I just sort of push it, see where you can go. I still, th I think some of the ideas we got would make really good additions to a movie. Yeah. I would watch this this movie where it's set after Judgment Day and Sarah Connor and Arnie are fighting Terminators and they make Arnie into a Terminator to infiltrate them. I would definitely watch that movie. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's quite, to be fair though, now that I think about it, it is rather similar to Terminator Salvation. Maybe that was the original uh, plot for salvation 
And then they were like, nah, he, he won't stop being a politician. We can't get him. Let's just make him some other dude. I can't say. I can't remember that film very well. I was they, just thinking they, that. They do, they do make a, a Terminator that thinks they're human for the purpose of infiltration. Oh, oh yeah. I do remember something like that. That was a bit yeah. weird. But I was just thinking, what should this film be called? Oh, Terminator Year One. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. <laughs> Terminator Back to the Future. No, we're back to the <laughs> no, we're back to the past now. Terminator Back to the Past. Uh-huh. No, Terminator Present. Terminator Colon Present. Well, no. I tell you what, no, I I keep calling it the prime timeline, so let's just call it Terminator Prime. Hmm. Oh, by the way, did you ever watch that TV series that they had for a little while? Sarah Connor Chronicles. Sarah Connor yeah. Chronicles. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. You think? I I yeah. wasn't sure if it was any good. It's all right. The you know uh, you know the woman who's uh, having sex with her brother in Game of Thrones. Yeah. She plays Sarah Connor. She's oh, really does good. she? Yeah, she's really good in it. Huh, I didn't know that she was... I, I haven't seen her in anything else. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, 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 Honestly, I think Sarah... I haven't watched all of it, mind you, but the few bits of see, I have seen, I thought it was actually a decent show. But I only saw bits of one season. I, haven't, I think they did like three seasons, mm-hmm. something like that. But I've only seen bits of one. So, you know, uh, I don't know if it gets worse or, or maybe gets better. But the little bit I saw I thought was okay. Hmm. Maybe I should give it a shot. I don't know. So, man, you've got to take this film to Hollywood now. You have I know. a Holly- solid idea. Hollywood, hear this pitch. The first rewriter's room of Film Shrapnel 2024. Hear this pitch. I've just saved... The Terminator franchise. Arnie, what do you think? Well, I think it's incredible. You know, you're, you and Craig, you know, you put your heads together, you come up with some great ideas, you know, and uh, I think you can really save the franchise, save the movie, and, you know, you make everybody a lot of money, you know, so everybody should listen to you. Thanks, Arnie. That, that, that really means a lot coming from you. Well, of course, you know, you guys. I love you guys. Great fan of the show. You know, so grateful for, to have to let you to let you let me be on the show. It's great, oh, Arnie. You you're just filling my heart with love. So thank you so much for being on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure to you know have such an icon endorse the the show. Well, you know, I've been a fan of yours for for a long time. You know, well, thanks, thanks, man. And Craig, I'm a fan of yours too. Of course, of course. You know, you're quick wit, you know, to to put up with this guy. This guy, you know, he's so loud. You know, you, you know, to put up with him, you know, you you must have the patience, the patience of a saint. So, you know, I think you're great. You know, when you guys put your heads together, you know, it becomes magical. You know, yeah, it's great. And I'm so grateful to be on the show. And, yeah, go watch my new movie. Terminator Prime. Terminator Back to the Future. Really? We're going with Back to the Future? 
It's Terminator Prime. It would always be a joke, though. Do we not? Do we always... not like? Do we not like Terminator Prime? I do like Prime, but I and um we'll go with it. We'll write it as Terminator Prime with like a colon in between or whatever you want to do. But okay. in my head, it will always be. It will always be in my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. So the first film should be called uh, The Romantic Misadventures of Sarah Connor. The second film should be called Terminator Prime. The third film can be Terminator Back to the Future. Okay, a deal. We've got a deal. We've got ourselves a Terminator trilogy, and we'll call it the Terminator Prime trilogy. Yeah. Like you, you know how you know you know how like Nolan's Dark Knight like he, he didn't make the Dark Knight until the second film and everyone calls it the Dark Knight trilogy. That's what they'll do with ours. They'll call it the Terminator Prime trilogy, even though the first one is called the Romantic Misadventures of Sarah Connor. Yes. All right. I'm locked in on this. I'm really happy with this. I'm very I, pleased as well. If I'm perfectly honest, I think I I, I couldn't have anticipated how much I actually enjoyed the, the idea we've come up with today. <laughs> I, I think it's, it was a good idea not to take it too seriously. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. yeah. I, you I, have I to let the ideas flow naturally, you know, like and see what I'm, happens. I'm really, I'm really surprised at how much I've enjoyed this story. It's kind of like when we did Superman, like we really did go in into it with the intentions of writing a Superman movie. But instead, we wrote a movie about Henry Cavill getting hit on the head a bit and thinking <laughs> he's Superman. So, but again, it was like actually a decent idea for a movie. I, what if you did think that you were a superhero in real life? Like it, it, it is an interesting idea. So, yeah, I think, yeah, we, we come up with a couple of cool things, especially when we think we're doing one thing and actually we end up doing something else. It's a creative process. It is. I think we should definitely do more rewriters rooms, Craig, in twenty twenty four. We need to fix some broken franchises. We need to find. Maybe we can do Jurassic Park next time because I've got many strong opinions on that. Maybe on how they fucked it. We'll call it. Oh, we'll call it Jurassic Land. The only net, yeah. Like, it's literally the the only other logical thing you could call a new Jurassic Park series. Jurassic Land. They are actually making a new film, by the way. Oh, Another uh, Dominion, and I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not looking it, forward to it. Is it going to be a Jurassic World movie or a Jurassic? Yeah, World? Jurassic World. Uh, no, we'll make Jurassic. I they were Land. Done. Okay, at, at some point, then we will do an episode on Jurassic Land. Um, but I also think we could do Troll Three. Finish the trilogy. Oh yeah. 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 We could do Troll 3. Um, there's a few things. I, I, I actually thought, could we do a rewriter's room one day where we make Tommy Wiseau's The Room Oscar, Oscar worthy? That would be a great idea. Could we do that as well? I, I would love to do that. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We, 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 we can have a list of them. We've got a lot of ideas. Maybe we'll do a poll on Twitter for the fans and we'll ask them what, which one do they want to see first. Mm-hmm. We, can even like ask, 
we stick it. We can stick it at the end of the podcast, even. All right. As a poll. So, guys, there'll be a poll attached to this podcast. Me and Craig will decide on a couple of projects we might want to rewrite or do, and you guys can vote on it. That'll be quite fun. We'll see what comes. We'll see what people want to see. Yeah, this will be good. All right. All right, guys. Well, that, I think that's pretty much it. Unless uh, you've got anything else to add, Craig? Um, no, no. This is kind of a bit of a, uh, a side episode from our Oscar stuff. Uh, so yeah. I look forward for more Oscar stuff coming up pretty soon. Um, yeah, super enjoyed doing this with you, man. Yeah, really fun. We've got to do more rewriters stuff. I love it. Really, really fun. And uh, Arnold, thank you for for coming to the to for us as well. Yeah, no, I had a great time. It was great, you know. And thank the audience for coming and listening. You know, you we, we appreciate it. And it sounds like we have saved the Terminator franchise. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like we have Arnold. Well, that's goodbye from me. That's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> Drop